Hello, everyone. It's been a while since we last posted an episode on BIPOC Heard, but we're back with new topics and to continue our conversations. My name is Abina. I'll be hosting the podcast and we start by introducing our speakers. Hi, uh, my name is Hayan. Um, all I'd like to say is that uh, I'm in grade 12 and go to Maple. Um, hi, my name's Aliyah and I'm grade 12 too and I'm in Maple too. Hi, my name is Ivy. I'm also a Maple High School student and I'm in grade 11. So our topic today is about cultural norms. So let's talk about cultural norms. It's a topic that many of us can relate to, but we also have different experiences as well. This could be within our families, our upbringing, and sometimes even religion gets involved, which is a whole different concept. But to start off, like, what is your understanding of cultural norms? Like, who do you believe created these cultural norms to begin with? I don't think there really is a creator of cultural norms. It's based on a culture, right? So um, I think these can range from anywhere between, like, like the source of these cultural norms. I think it can range from anywhere from, like, the time period, like any events that occurs or any political influence or um, deeply ingrained in cultural systems. There's, like, the factor of religion or ways we respect people, those sort of things that make up the historical aspect of cultural norms that contribute to what we have today. Uh, I would argue that we do know where cultural norms stem from, because if we look back at our society, cultural norms are passed down over the generations. And to think about it like that, whatever big impact they have in the previous generation to cause them to start acting like this is the trace for why do we have them right now? Like an example I have is why do I get up at uh, 5 a.m. to read my daily prayers. That's because for my cultural norm, I'm an ethnic Muslim. It's important to get up at this time and do your prayers and then get the day started at that time. It's been handed down through generations. Um, For me, it's funny thing is, for things, I don't know what's the cultural norms in like English version. So I open my chat GPT and ask for it. And he says to me, like, cultural norms refer to the commonly acceptable behaviors, values, beliefs, and costumes within a particular society or group. But I understand is from my point of view, the conversant with the cultural norms. We should start with our origin of it. Some people hold the view that it's themes of parents, like, teachers and others while growing up in the society, while others hold different like opinion that cultural norms begin the field of sociology. As far as I'm concerned, all of their points are almost the same because the cultural norms start with a variety of social activities. And with the development of humans culture, every person receives these kinds of norms, including parents, friends, teachers, and others. In general speaking, cultural norms are created by the factors, society values, historical events, and influential individuals or groups. But to be honest, we can't make a clear definition of who is the creator. That's all. Yeah, I totally agree with all those statements. Yeah. Like, I know that um, with cultural norms, like, it is different amongst different families. Like, um, like I was mentioned as from generations upon generations. We've heard problematic cultural norms. We also hear about cultural norms that um, that is appropriate. So, like, what are your like examples from like something that you connect with? Are examples of cultural norms that you feel is acceptable, but also cultural norms that you find are very problematic and should stop? Really, 
Um, well, personally, I feel like most culture norms just simply like exist. There isn't a way to like classify them as good or bad. But I think like certain cultural norms that may be extreme in like um, how they might like sort of force people to maybe go a certain path. Like uh, let's say historical gender norms, right? Um, in Western society, we can consider this as like the traditional housewife and like the man is the breadwinner. Uh, that could have been problematic because it like sort of forced the role upon a person and that was sort of extreme. However, there are also like just other cultural norms that aren't really like this way or that. Um, another example is like maybe respecting elders uh, in a sense, like in my Asian culture, I'm Vietnamese and Cantonese, uh, like Chinese. And I think like respecting elders, that's like great, you know, uh, we might bow to elders or it's like important to greet them. But maybe some problematic versions of this culture norm is like in the extreme forms where it's like you absolutely have to obey elders and it's like there's no room for change or progress. Or like maybe a way to sort of address your own issues without being seen as like speaking out. Oh, and defying sure. like tradition oh, yeah. for sure i understand that because i know that like even in my culture or like in my upbringing i was also told that like you know right respect your yeah. elders um no matter what if they disrespect you you still have to respect them and that is probably one thing that i'm kind of against because my kind of belief for myself or the thing i call this probably my cultural norm is just respect everyone <laughs> Yeah, and I totally agree. I'm a big believer in that, like, if you expect respect from people younger than you, then you need to also step up as a role model and make sure that you're setting a good example. I agree <laughs> with the sentiment that elders should respect the younger generation, but I see the point in why you should respect your elders, because they brought you into this world, you have no idea what they have done for you, and I think to a certain degree, there should be some fundamental respect between you two, like, how you have for your parents you don't know what they've done for you but the respect should be there regardless i don't right. i think it has to be less earned on their part is what i'm trying to say um like for me talking about respect because i'm chinese so like um when i come back to my motherland and we have some rules like to the elders first and the youngest next and to, like we have to like um handshake or bow or wearing some uh, like special types of clothes or special occasion i think these are all kinds of respect to the elder people or like the special occasions and some stuff so i think um for the most important things for like youngers and some smaller people and should be like respect to the elders so uh, i think uh, the most important thing is cultural norms for me is like respect to others I think, I don't know. Well, yeah, I have a similar thing because in, in my culture, in my our cultural norms, right, is like, yeah, women have to wear this hijab. It's it's not to like isolate the women or uh, put them down because because uh, they're women. It's to protect women from other people because in our culture, we understand that women are mostly abused. But this is taken to a really far extreme with the Taliban. They do things like not letting women get education going beyond of what the point of the cultural norm was. They're taking it past going to a further extreme. So I see how they can be bent and manipulated. I definitely agree that a lot of cultural norms can be like twisted and manipulative in a way to fit one's own agenda. Like the example that you mentioned, but like 
it, it's that's probably the one thing I kind of hope things would change over time is when people actually understand what the true meaning of the cultural norm is. Um, because I think a lot of things are very generalized and misunderstood and that kind of causes more conflicts than necessary, really. It's when we take like cultural norms to extremes and like use it as a way to like weaponize and force people into a certain way of living that like things become problematic. Yeah, that's the thing. One, one should blindly follow the past. One should understand why these norms exist. Because if you don't understand that you're just and to put it lightly, getting peer pressured from dead people. You need to understand what's happening, why exactly. you're doing these things. That's important. Because, like, I I think of like culture norms typically as like a unique like lifestyle or aspect to life. Um, but yeah, when it becomes forceful and extreme, that's definitely problematic. Are there any other specific examples you guys can mention from your own cultures? I mean, I think one thing that I wanted to probably like mention is the fact that um. I think a lot of people think culture norms is very rigid, like what your expectation from culture is like very standard, but things could change over time. And, um, you know, like, yeah, like things change over time, but there's also nothing, there's nothing wrong with asking questions. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of how I set in stone, like where I, like where my values come from is when I ask questions when I understand why we're practicing certain things, that's me, that's to me is okay. Like, or once they actually get like a response, like, oh, um, the reason why we do this is because um, it's part of our culture, but they actually have an actual explanation. I actually would respect that a lot more than you just have to do it. <laughs> exactly. It makes it way more meaningful. And like, especially with the history behind it, that's really fascinating. Yeah, yeah I but- agree. Uh- with that on uh, so many levels you should understand why you're doing things because if you're not you as i said before it's just pointless in a sense but as like for examples of like culture norms in my family i mean in culture in general i've seen like like the gender norms example i've seen that very prominent in my family at times like the expectation for women expectations of men but I also see that people from like within my culture not having those expectations so to me I think it's really more my family thing than more of a culture thing now that's why my thoughts was okay cultural norms isn't rigid like it actually really depends on the family from my end <laughs> than really I just think- the overall cultural <laughs> It's like in the blood things, because um, when you're born, my family always told told me some rules. And this is all like have to um, I have to do every day, for example, say hi to like relatives and care about them and a lot of things. So I think these kind of things are maybe in our blood or something. I don't know. Just um, guess. Yeah, I think it's definitely taught like. I think you mentioned before, like they're passed down by friends, family, uh, the people we surround ourselves with, and that's how cultural norms are transferred. So yeah, that's how I interpret it. Um, also adding on to the point about like how some cultural norms are specific to the family. I think it's also important to like mention like immigrant families. So I'm the child of like Vietnamese immigrants. And I think that even creates like our own culture norms and how we conduct ourselves. And because when my parents, like how they transfer their cultural norms to me, that's from like, years ago in Vietnam and Vietnam has like since changed a lot so that creates its own sort of like cultural norms I think that are passed down that's really interesting because 
for my upbringing, my uh, my father, he was born in Pakistan. Like, yeah, he was there. He was there for around five years. He moved to Africa and Nigeria, and then he spent another five years there. Then he moved over to Canada, and my mom just went straight to Canada when she was eight. So the cultural norms that I've seen from traditional Pakistani people are very similar to what we hold in our household. So. It's just very interesting how, despite all this change this went through, how st sticky cultural norms are and how hard they are to shape. Um, yeah, by the way, I want to add something like, um, the, the most interesting things happens appears to me like, uh, I have a little sister and for our traditional Chinese cultural norm is we have to like say, um, say hi and care about my relatives or some strangers or neighbors or some stuff. But um, when my little sister was very young and my mom and dad told told her to do this, but she's really shy. She she afraid to say like, hello, how are you today? Isn't good or something. And uh, sometimes my mom and dad were really angry and sometimes it will punish her like, stand there like to think about your thought and I think this is like some traditional Chinese version in the blood but I think say um to care about others and care about strangers and say heavy say hi every day it's a like something good for you and to like to build a habit I don't know but for me I think this is a habit for me and I also like raise a lot of cheerful sentence I don't know but I think it's a good habit for all of the people. Well, yeah, that's I, I would agree. Like these cultural dwarfs come about because for a certain reason they were beneficial to society. So do you like guys find that cultural norms should be used as a basis when it comes to making decisions? In like making decisions for yourself. Do you think that it's reasonable to use cultural norms as a basis? I would say that it's uh, uh uh, I'm going to go in extremely stupid not to consider, even consider cultural norms when making a decision. Because at that point, you're just waving off knowledge from the past, which is important to understand when making decisions on the future. So I would say you're a little arrogant if you're not even considering it. Um, I think I have a slightly different take on that. I think it just naturally influences my life decisions, like big decisions, but I don't like consciously think of it. Um, yeah, I think like cultural norms and how we view like how the ripple effect of our decisions will like impact other people, those naturally like play a part subconsciously. But when I make the decisions for myself, like I'm a little selfish and I probably only think about myself like consciously. Um, in my point of view, cultural norms shouldn't be used as a tool to make our decisions because I think cultural norms are improved with uh, like social development. We have to highlight that cultural norms is like different across like different like um countries or cities, and sometimes not like so suitable for you culture cultural like I I want to I more want to add with my experience and personalities beliefs knowledge values with my like final decisions and not only the cultural norms I want to add them together to make my big decisions. Well. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Like, you should consider it together with everything. That was kind yeah, of the point exactly. I was trying to make. I think for me, it's more like if you understand why you're following those cultural norms and you use it as a basis, I feel like that's appropriate because 
at least you understand it. Like you're not blindly following cultural norms because you're told to or expected to, because like, obviously it is your life at the end, right? So it's like how, what, how you make decisions, it should be purely based on how you would want to. So if you use cultural norms, just understand like why you're following certain things or why you're using that as a, as a guide. And I think to me, that would be reasonable compared to just doing it blindly. Yeah, I totally agree. And it also depends on like the context of the decision as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know that like, you know, we live in Canada and we like there's a lot of immigrant families like coming from their home country to Canada. Do you find that culture norms change when you're exposed to Canadian society? Oh, definitely. I feel like my like my family uh, on my dad's side, they were all originally from Vietnam, but they all immigrated to Canada. And I can see how our traditions have varied. So in, because um, my father's side is Chinese, uh, they all, like in Chinese culture, like weddings are pretty like grand and pretty big. And it's like a big, huge family gathering. But like recently I attended like my aunt's wedding on my father's side. And that was like a much smaller gathering because they wanted that. And it was also an interracial marriage. So that was like kind of shocking to like the older members of my family, but it was certainly new and it incorporated new cultures, it was more of a fusion thing. And, you know, we created our own sort of traditions and sort of changed that way to the norm of like traditional Vietnamese slash Chinese culture. To me, I think it really depends on like the family itself because I've had examples where I've seen like really strict parents with um, expectations and cultural expectations for their sons and daughters. But I've also seen like families within my culture that have been more lenient and been more understanding and actually have gone outside of cultural norms, which is kind of fascinating to me because it's it. I remember like when I actually know someone who kind of has a different experience from mine, the first thought I had was, wow, so clearly cultural norms isn't the the issue here or something like that wasn't um that was probably the first thought I had and yeah like I really de it really depends on the family for me yeah cultural norms vary from family to family I would say that but from what I've personally experienced with uh, moving over to uh, Canadian culture I would say it's more in a sense like America it's more I don't think there is real a real Canadian culture that influences well I, I say I do eat pancakes in the morning, right? That I don't say A, though. Is what I'm trying to say is the major aspects of Canadian culture I don't believe really seep into because these communities, when they immigrate over, like, for example, Brampton, they bring their own culture and they put it off to this area, right? There's not much integration, I would say, between the two. Um, To me, I find that Canadian culture, like, there's that saying that America is a melting pot, whereas... Canada is a mixing pot um, in the sense that our multiculturalism defines us and that is sort of our, our culture and how these different cultures, these different like pockets of cultures, like there's Chinatown and then there's like um, other areas like Toronto with other pockets of cultures. And I think like the way those interact, they in, um, influence, influence each other and create their own sort of culture norms um, rather than like, just straight up bring their traditional values and stick to that here. I'd argue for different cultures that may be the case, but I when I haven't really seen that. The most I've ever seen 
was again with an interracial thing where cultures actually mix together. It's the only time I've ever seen cultures change, the norms change. I think it goes back to like the topic, like culture norms aren't rigid, you know, they're flexible and they're how we interpret them. Yeah, I, I'd say I agree with that. But... Uh, Elia, do you have anything to add? Um, not really, but I think that because our, we are students, are still high school students, so the most like highlight the of my like Canada's life is um the study pressure cultural it's like kind of cultural norms because in China we have a lot of study pressure and in Canada we have more freedom to choose like any kind of school life student life clubs and some like yesterday semi-formal and some stuff so I think in Canada we have more freedom it's kind of like cultural norms and it's better for student health both mentally and like physically I don't know just better for me yeah I I can't really relate to that in a sense because I chose to go down the IB program which I'll, I'll just put it bluntly is kind of hell so I haven't experienced an actual academic high school life so from what I've experienced, studying is still a very major important thing I have to do on a daily basis to keep up. Um, I'm also in the IB program, but yeah. I think uh, yeah. when Abina mentioned like how different families, um, like maybe culturally, it's like they tend to be strict with academics, but certain families might not be. My family is definitely like one of those lenient ones. Like my parents have never put so much pressure on me to study, but somehow I ended up here anyways in the IB program, which is known to be really rigorous academically. So I think that's really interesting to see how that turned out. Like also another thing is Canada, like from the outside, like outside of Canada, Canada is kind of seen like as a country full of opportunities. So I find that like maybe things or like cultural norms change mainly because you are exposed to so many opportunities. Like um, Elia was saying about like the different pathways to school um also like um extracurriculars and stuff like that like some in some countries semi-formals is not a thing right so it's like perhaps being exposed to those opportunities could also shift because they're like okay well we have all these opportunities why not just take them right yeah yeah but what would you say would be like within like at your age what would you say is your biggest takeaway when it comes to cultural norms well, from what I've considered, I I haven't lived very long, uh, to put it bluntly. So I don't know what the major takeaway is. I think cultural norms only should take into effect in what you consider is when you're in your later years, like when you have kids and stuff like that, where you have to engrave these cultural norms. I think that's what your takeaway would be meaningful. Yeah, I can tell it could be more meaningful when you're intending to like pass on culture norms. Um, but like as a learner right now, because yeah, we are young. Um, I suppose I see cultural norms as like, you know, a unique aspect of living, and um, like we should appreciate each other's differences, respect, and all that. Uh, as well as understand that cultural norms are very flexible and they can change and they're interpreted differently across different people or families or even like pockets of culture that uh, may have dispersed from like the original country it could come from. And so just like understanding how unique these culture norms become is really fascinating and like definitely meaningful to understanding life. Uh, just thinking about it right now, when thinking politically about Canadian culture, I think I have found what Canadian culture really is. When 
So, like, uh, there's a saying in Canada, right? If you're running liberal, you run liberal, but you act conservative. And that's really true with Canada. Like, the actions Justin Trudeau takes are more akin to the conservative actions that they take in the U.S., which is what I'd like to say is that I think as a culture as a whole, the Canadian populace is more conservative than I think people like giving it credit to, which isn't necessarily a bad or a good thing. I just find that very interesting how this these, these wide range of cultures came together and chose to go down this road politically. That is actually a very interesting way of putting the things together because I didn't think of it that way. But um, yeah, like I know that like as you're getting older, culture norms is most likely going to change over time. So I guess we will figure out how like what that looks like and maybe we would have this conversation again. <laughs> <laughs>